When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brain again, and he's got it! Gavin was closing in. Oh, Gavin has scored! Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not after three! Hello and welcome to It's All Cobblers to Me and the 2023 Bayo Awards. I'm Charles Commons and I'm here with Chesie, Jeffy Coleman and Danny Brothers for our annual show celebrating the best of Northampton Town. We're all suited up and are ready for the most prestigious awards this side of the lift tower. And what a season it has been. How are you guys? Are you well? I'm wonderful. Very well. This week could not have gone better. Oh, that's good. I wonder why. (laughs) Sure we'll come to it. I'm sure we'll come to it. At some point, it might get a mention. (laughs) I went to a rave, Charles. Went to a rave? A rave? Yeah. Yeah. It's Martha's College. Um, Hang on a minute. For the end of... I, I think that your definition and my definition of rave must be very, oh, very no. different. Oh, no. Well, I'll, I'll, it, I won't mention some of it on the, on, on the podcast, but yeah. Rave, raving into the night. 90s rave, club classics. Crikey. Loved it. Was it uh, um, just, just like the books that you read um, would have you believe the 90s raves actually were like? Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, really. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? Had have, have you believed? I'm sure it was. Have you Have you read um, last night? A DJ saved my life. Uh, no, I've not. It's on my list. It's an incredible it's giant book festival list. Yeah, incredible book. You should definitely read it. We've gone off on on the biggest of tangents that I've ever seen. That's what happens. Every good award show starts with a good tangent. It does. A a really, really good tangent into something that's nothing to do with what we're here for whatsoever. Um, Perfect. Charles, Um, yes. You you need to do one of those monologues, you know, like Ricky Gervais does it. Or the like. Where I call out the audience members. Yeah, just, oh, look. um, Billy Turley's in the crowd. Don't drop that glass, Billy. Never. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, calm down. Awards, awards, awards. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Can we have, Charles, by the way, before mm. we start, I'm going to go on one more tangent. Okay. Could we have a special recognition award for one Chantal Cameron, please? Absolutely, we can. What What a a bloody fight. fight. What What a a bloody win. Oh, absolutely superb. It was absolutely brilliant. It's one of the reasons why I'm quite tired. As we speak yeah. and re-record, because I was up a lot later. Yeah, it than took a while to get time. into it, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, it was brilliant, and um, I don't know. Very, very quickly on that on that fight, it really did feel like watching the cobblers. All of the pre-match yeah. was all about the other person, Katie Taylor. Yeah, it was nothing about Chantel. Yeah. You know, both of them 
undisputed champions of the world and undefeated, all of them. Yeah. And I, I, I got it. Katie Taylor was it was a homecoming. She'd not fought in Dublin since she was amateur, I believe. So it's been a long, long time. She's mostly been fighting in America. So to come back, I, I got it. I completely got it. But no one was really talking about Chantel. And you know, no commentary team were all over it. Katie Taylor, weren't there as well? Yeah. The commentary was very much on the home home uh, persuasion, and yeah. She's she's to go into a, a lion's den like that. That is absolutely amazing. It, it just carries on. It feels like the last two weeks have been sporting celebration after sporting celebration, and like even hearing, you know, they do the big build up and hearing the um, the ring announcer, who by the way we need to get in Sixfields. He was fantastic. Oh, he was. Wasn't um, he? Get him in. Um, even him, like hearing him shout out, like, fighting out Northampton, England. You're like, oh, oh go on. Wasn't that good? Superb. Oh, oh, that was beautiful. brilliant! That um, yeah, smashed it. Get the rematch pride. at Sixfields. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I can't believe that this rematch is going to be in flipping Dublin again. Ridiculous! Oh, yeah, they need to negotiate that, don't Ridiculous. they? Get it here. Um, yeah, get it here. But yeah, it, it was it was tremendous. No, I did feel very much like it was one of those um, very cobblers like um, you know setups, if you like. Mm. We're not fancied at all, and then. Oh, she stormed it. I'll be honest. It was brilliant. I absolutely loved it. It was a fantastic, fantastic evening of boxing. The one thing I think it lacked, Danny? Um, Clarence. Oh, <laughs> doing holding up the round numbers. Yeah, holding up the sides, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throwing um, pizza out. No, the one thing that I thought it was missing... But it's Tim Oglethorpe on commentary. Oh, yes. Get that in for the rematch. Yeah. I can well, imagine. Be careful. He'll, <laughs> right he'll, be, he'll get another tattoo soon enough. <laughs> right. Knockout punch. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> it would have been brilliant. That has Absolutely to be done. brilliant. Yeah. Do that for the uh, yeah. for the rematch. Get Tim Oglethorpe. Last there. round. Jake was there. Round 10. Squeaky bottom time. That's... Squeaky. Jake was there. Yeah, Jake was covering it all. Yeah, it yeah. was really, really, really good. Well done, Chantel Cameron. Yeah, um, undisputed, undefeated champion of the world. And she's from Northampton. Brilliant. What a, what yeah. just amazing this that is. Um, shall we get into our first yes. award of the show? Yes. Yes, I hear the Come crowd on. roar. <laughs> uh, our first award. Get off your track. So who was that? <laughs> Ashley, sit down. Our first award of the show is the East Stand Award for Unfinished Business. Uh, yes, we still live in hope that one day the East Stand will be the ironic recipient of this award, <laughs> as it will be, well, finished. Uh, maybe next year, hey? Eh? Uh, anyway, there have been several things that have been started in the last 12 months and remain unfinished to this day. Uh, Honourable mention to the Judicial Review. Anyone? No? <laughs> okay. No. But our four nominees this year are Mitch Pinnock's Cartwheel at Stevenage. <laughs> what? That was brilliant, honestly. I want to see that tried again next year, please. That would be amazing. Um, pretty pleased that it made the nominees list here. Um, next nominee, Mansell Town for making the play. Oh, no. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> oh, sorry about that, everybody. Uh, who's our third nominee? Um, just looking at this. Oh, Andy Cook for winning an... Oh, oops. <laughs> yeah, 
So, not finished. This is a bit awkward, this award this year. I, I don't know why. It's a bit awkward. But I tell you what, it's not as awkward as our winner as we welcome back to the podcast full time, <laughs> mere moments after he left. It's the one and only Neil Edgerton. Neil's back. back Neil's again. back. Neil's back. That's it, right? I'll, I'll be off again now. See you later. <laughs> Neil, welcome back to the podcast. It's a delight to have you thanks, here. Thanks for having um, me back. What made you change your mind? Uh, tax reasons. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, no, I think I just needed a period, a break probably would have been a better way to do it, actually, in hindsight, but I needed that break. Uh, and all refreshed, good and happy to be back. And obviously I missed you guys. Oh, bless you. You killed oh. you off, Neil, and everything. We had I know, yeah, you were like pretty eulogies. harsh. Kicked me out of the WhatsApp group. <laughs> <laughs> Sent me letters eulogies. through the post. <laughs> Death notes. Yeah. Made you move to Coventry like they do in EastEnders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of that stuff. All of that eulogies. stuff. Eulogies. Oh, I won an award. That's great. I do feel a little guilty of because Mitch Pinnock's cartwheel, tumble, handstand, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, probably deserves the award. <laughs> to be Superb, fair, it? It, it was going to win until you decided that you wanted to come back. Then I'll have a word became, How we get you back in? <laughs> oh, I'll message. I'll message him on Instagram. Oh, do it, do it. He'll yeah. he'll enjoy that thoroughly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, crikey! That let, let, let's <laughs> talk about everything that's been unfinished this year, shall we? Because it, it's quite funny. Um, that cartwheel at Stevenage will will live forever in my memory. It's ingrained almost as one of the moments of the season <laughs> because it was just so. The thing Someone is, needs to put said, it on a t-shirt. The silhouette. Yeah. I mean, we didn't even like spot it at first. It's one of those things that came to life when you looked at it again. You're like, hang on a minute, what's he doing? Oh God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on a minute, hang on. (laughs) What's happened here? It was those moments, wasn't it? It's a little bit like when you're watching the the celebrations, the pitch invasion at the end of the Tranmere game, and I can't remember who it is now. Is it Ryan that went two foot two kicks about it? That was yeah. Um, one of those moments you don't see it it's I, I don't know there's there's been a video circulating on social media over the last couple of weeks which I think is a kids baseball or softball game in America and basically all it is is just the video there with the caption above it saying watch this lots of times and every time focus on a different, different child kid. and there's <laughs> yeah. something different happening it's exactly like that with that pitch invasion video it's brilliant it just there was watched. one I, I watched just before we jumped on here actually on Twitter of a Knott's Forest lad swinging his scarf around celebrating and uh, he got it just perfect so it knocked his dad gla- dad's glasses off and they went flying <laughs> perfect nice <laughs> <laughs> from Knott's Forest Neil they won't have that Nottingham Forest sorry uh, they don't like Nottingham. it Nottingham all those Nottingham Forest fans listening yeah all <laughs> of them they'll all be listening Mansell Town making the playoffs made the nominees list Donald this please. year yeah. Danny, yeah, Dawn will be pleased. Yeah. Danny, um, was it? Was there a particular reason that you thought Mansfield deserved to be nominated? Because they didn't, they don't finish the job, did they? Just because they didn't slugs. finish the job, slugs, okay. unfinished business, <laughs> bloody slugs. Fair enough. It's just funny, isn't it? It is funny. One of the best teams that that it could happen to. <laughs> Not that Danny has a vendetta against Mansfield at all. No. What does What does Dawn think of Mansfield? 
again, Jeffy. Well, she's quite on the fence about it, really, if I'm honest. <laughs> I wish I had that clip just to play in. Really do. Every now and again. That's the one thing that was missing from the last day of the season, that it wasn't in Mansfield, <laughs> so that Dawn would have actually been there. <laughs> oh, dear. Brilliant. Uh, and Andy Cook. Andy Cook made the uh, nominee list. Can't think why. <laughs> I've got a clapper or two hanging about if he needs one. Uh, I know he was really quite fond of them. He, he loved them, didn't he? Absolutely mm. loved there was them. nothing more Spillwood. enjoyable, was there, than watching or hearing? Oh, no, there was. There, no, there was. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah. come on to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. That was second. In League Bradford. Two. Yeah, in League Two. It was very enjoyable. <laughs> Did you watch the... Um, particular playoff semi-final game involving Bradford and Carlisle yep. on Saturday. Yep. Um, I didn't see Everyone enjoyed the outage right at the very, very end. Oh, goodness me. <laughs> Imagine if that had happened in the Premier League. Oh, no, it wouldn't, would it? Yeah, exactly. That was... Um... That was Mark Hughes pulling the plug, thinking, you know, like you were playing, used to be playing FIFA with football manager, you started losing. You just turn it off. That was what Mark Hughes had just done. Never happened. Just trying rage, to, he thought, thought, if I pull the plug on Sky, then no one sees this happening. Rage quit. And we didn't have to just, start again. He's rebooted. Yeah, rage quits, yeah. We, we need to um, give a very special mention to some of the very funny people on Twitter who have created some quite fantastic responses to, to some of the Bradford... Uh, oh, look, because this is one of the things where I, I, you know, maybe this is me just getting a bit old now, but I, I feel very much like at the time when that sort of stuff happens, you know, so like at the time when the Bradford game at Sixfields after it and we were getting lots of stick for having clappers and having flags, which I, I, I'm pretty sure are there at every single home game. Yeah, every no home matter game what. The flags are, yeah. Uh, you know, we're celebrating promotion every game, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, for the last seven years that we've been doing it, of course. <laughs> but um, I always think to myself, oh, just, just, just don't, don't do that kind of stuff because it'll come back to bite you at some yep. point. And I really like the way that the club handled it. I don't know whether you saw on uh, Twitter after at full time in the Bradshaw Carlisle <laughs> yeah. Carl- 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 Bradford game. Just a lovely picture of some flag waving <laughs> from uh, yeah. saying 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 something along the lines of uh, you know, happy promotion. See you next year in League One. Uh, yeah. I, those, those kind of things. I just think to myself, you know what? At that point, that's when you can be a bit Give Do the back. job first. My my thing is, as as a Cobblers fan, is we take a heck of a lot of stick, right? But we can also give it because, you know, we're football fans and that's what we do. But you you have to wait till your job is done before you can start dishing it out. And um, obviously they thought they'd they'd uh, wrapped it up on uh, the 29th, didn't they? And oh, mm. a couple of weeks later. Oh, dear, oh, dear. It was... Dear, oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, Deary it... me. It's just a, an incredible. I thought it was an incredible game. I enjoyed every every moment of it. I even enjoyed the moments when Bradford equalised and and celebrated like they'd been promoted, and then they, they conceded a goal. Oh well, they won't. Never mind, eh? It's gonna be like it's gonna be nice looking down on that league next season. It's gonna be quite quite the competitive division. I enjoyed somebody pointing out on Twitter that. Uh, to a to a Bradford fan, that uh, next year enjoy enjoy Wrexham, and the Bradford. Mm. I, what I actually enjoyed was the Bradford fan realizing that they're definitely not winning the league next year, because oh, it's going to be quite a tough division, 
especially if, let's say, Stockport stay down and don't mm-hmm. win the final. I'm not saying that they will or they won't, but imagine if Stockport mm-hmm. do stay down. Uh, that's going to yeah. be a very, very tough competitive league next year and one that Bradford are probably not going to be able to win. What a shame. Um, maybe what they'll go shame. down the other way. Oh, oh, can you imagine? Oh, oh, dear me. Oh, uh, Andy Cook's um, out of contract as well, right? Yeah. Have you seen who's yeah. tapping him up? No, it's not. Oh, well, no, I can't say that. Um, <laughs> um, is it Ashley Hoskins and Crawley? No, it's not. Um, no. I will give you another guess. One one last guess. Jeffy. One last Jeffy. guess. Guess who it's Jeffy. has recently promoted to League One side. Oh. Tapping Andy Cook up, trying to get him. Oh, Stevenage. Stevenage. Oh, yes. Yeah, no, I have seen that. Yeah. I, I don't take much perfect. notice, to be fair, if I'm honest. I just. Oh, I no, just... no. I know you don't take much notice. This is the thing, right? I don't really take notice of rubbish rumours. But when Steve Evans actually confirms it. Oh, did he actually just, confirm it? Just, oh, fantastic. Just before the semi final. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. Go on, Steve Evans. I you don't know, like you, but go on, lad. Brilliant. The thing that, right, yeah, this is it, right? Steve Evans is such a, you know. You, He's a character. Part of me, part of me cannot stand the bloke. I admire but my, him. But my God, he's value <laughs> for money. Yeah, he is. That's brilliant. <laughs> oh, dear. Brilliant. Never anyway. changed, Steve. Um, that uh, That's a good fit, to be fair. I think he'd fit in better at Stevenage than us. Than us. Not that we're probably looking at him, but yeah, yeah. I don't think it. I don't think we need him. No. It's not, it's not the, it's well, not the he, same not style as the, the lab, is he? No, exactly. No, it's not the lab or anything. I mean, I think his performance in both the semi-final legs yeah. proved why he wasn't player of the season. Yeah. Um, oh, I scored a goal. Oh, I scored lots of goals. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't score, you don't <laughs> yeah, offer much, right? Well, that's yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Apart from the goals, what else has he done? Not won any of, awards. He's got a bit of a gut on him as well, hasn't he? Oh, Neil's going yes. for the uh, jugular there. Going straight in. Uh, I hate, hate, hate to know what he says about me when I'm not here. Uh, anyway, well done, Neil, and welcome back well to Neil. the podcast. Yes, I forgot about that. Yeah, well done, Neil. <laughs> well done, Neil. Hi, Neil. Well yeah. done, me. Welcome back. Well done, you. We've missed Thanks you. Thanks for having me. I've missed you guys. You. Yeah, we've missed you now. I've, I've missed, missed, you I've missed the chaos that, that having four of us on the pod creates. Yes, there is a little <laughs> bit of chaos. Uh, I enjoy it. I very much enjoy it. Anyway, we've got. Uh, should we move on to our next award? Yeah. It's a very, Come on, I like this it's one. It's a very Come special on. award. It's my favourite award. It's the first. going to start laughing now. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's the first time that we've actually had this award. Is that right, Danny? I believe that this award has been specifically created for this week, uh, which is amazing. Um, so, yes, it's a, it's a brand new award for the season. Uh, and it's up next. It's a very special one. Uh, we've already mentioned um, an, an honourable mention yeah. for this award, Bradford City. Yeah. Unlucky Bradford still can't win anything. That's <laughs> Um, uh, yes the award for bottle job (laughs) of the year who's it going to who who possibly be be? I don't know I mean here to present the award Mr Alan Swan (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh dear Bye, Barry Fry. Come on, Alan. Do, you, do you know do you know what I'm looking forward to singing <laughs> next season right there is one song that I am so looking forward to singing uh, <sighs> I believe that you need to rearrange the words fucked it up 4-0 and yeah. you 
<laughs> Congratulations. The best thing I'm gonna hear it's going to get sung to them 46 times next season. <laughs> Every single game, oh. that's all they're going to get. <laughs> I, oh, I would, standard. Let's just, let's just actually hand the award out, shall we? The award yep. for bottle yeah. job Who, of the year goes to... to... <laughs> Arsenal! <laughs> <laughs> Very close. Uh, <laughs> Peter Murray United! <laughs> well done! Well deserved. Well deserved. The best thing about it, right, is it, it can't be something that they think that this, it comes around again as a narrative next year. Oh, you know, so glad for them because of that happened last year. No, you can't be because they're shit. We're just shit. <laughs> it just cocked it up completely. It's, it's nothing. Oh, yeah, they weren't hard done by, just, were they? Like it was. No, right, not just at all. They were just rubbish. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Do you know the, the bits that I love the most about it is how arrogant they were a lot of their fans after the first leg and to be oh. fair rightfully so you win four nil you expect that to be job done but oh, only in the way that difficult lead charles <laughs> 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 only in the way that that you expect your team to then go out in the second leg and not and be on do the a job be a professional yeah. unit of 11 players being able to kick a ball around and not concede five <laughs> Just the times. Just park the bus and hoof yeah. it. Oh. I wouldn't have gone. If I was, you a, don't. If I was a Peterborough fan, I mean, obviously I never would be. God forbid, but God. I wouldn't God. have gone because God. you're 4-0 up. If you go into Hillsborough, I mean, you're either going to ideally see a real dull game and it will end simple, or it's going to be one of the worst footballing nights of your life. Mm. I, def- I would not have bothered going if I was a Peterborough fan. It's weird, isn't it? Also, you don't go on Twitter and start giving it the old, oh, we're going to Wembley, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Every, like, book my, book my hotel, everything's going to be fine. Like, it's, it's easy. They're not going to score four. You don't. What's, why do you do that? It's like, so it's many of them as well, wasn't you? Do you know what else you don't do? You don't You don't. No, let's find... move on, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't find, you don't find the person that's running the bus that's potentially going to Wembley from Sheffield for the Wednesday fans plaster it on Twitter and then start phoning her to make bookings if you're a Peterborough fan because all that happens is that Lisa turns around at the end of the second leg and just goes oh we've got a couple of buses available now because all of these Peterborough fans have just cancelled their bookings (laughs) it's just brilliant oh dear my favourite thing ever on quite a personal note was that I text Sean who, um, who definitely 100% would always be in bed at like 11 o'clock at night, like without fail. And I just text assuming that he'd pick up the score at seven o'clock in the morning and immediately <laughs> FaceTimed me, but didn't realize how FaceTime worked as fathers do. And just had his <laughs> ear at the screen screaming down the phone. In happiness. <laughs> I was like, Sean, I can see you. I can, I can see you. And it produced <laughs> what is the biggest smile I've ever seen my father produce. And he said, it's the best thing that's ever happened to him. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> children oh thanks yeah, not, not yeah. children not getting married it's seeing that and uh yeah he was literally bouncing around watch it in the pubs the next day he actually contemplated driving to peterborough and just sitting in the pubs and just listening to all them being heartbroken yeah it's what i don't think there's been much many a happier couple of weeks as a cobbler's fan oh, coppers go up peterborough throw that away bradford don't go up Chantal cameron wins mk what's gonna happen down. next yeah Oh. Okay, Don's down. No, we don't yeah. like him and care about him, but you know it's nice to see him fail. Absolutely, yeah, nice to see him down. I mean, it's just been superb. What, what can we do next? Oh, 
What can we do next? Well, I'll tell you, Daddy, knighthood. Any, can anything else? Yeah, we're going to win. League Has there one. been a better couple of weeks? Can you imagine if we won League One? <laughs> Neil, last time you predicted us to win, win League One. Look what happened? All right. <laughs> Get Keith in. Come on, Keith. Right. Oh dear, that was good. Congratulations to yeah, Peter. You it's the one and only time I'm ever going to say that ever. Will we be? In my um, life. We'll be emailing them or tweeting them to inform them of their own. Yeah. I'll be sending them a lovely letter yeah. in the post. Oh, yes, please do. Dear Barry Fry, <laughs> cheer up. Here's a tenner for you to, you know, do what you want with it, Barry. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Get get Big Ron back in for season two. Oh, please. Oh, is he still alive? Yeah, he's still yeah. alive. Big Ron's still going, is he? Is he? Yeah, Are we sure? Did yeah. anybody else just notice the roles reversed there? Normally, it's Daddy says a name and I'll see if they're still alive. This time, Neil's back. He's had a break. He's turned into Daddy. Oh, everybody. he is alive. He's alive, but he's also very questionable. I forgot to loop back in as... and just confirm, by the way, I wanted to pick up on this. Obviously, I've been away for a month or two. Yeah. And I was listening to the beginning of this pod. Danny's a raver now, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, rave on. You've also rave. had the pleasure of missing um, Danny's perfect <laughs> ends to the pod, which we'll hear more well, about Well, I'll later. be honest, that was one of the reasons which made me need a break. <laughs> <laughs> it was, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, that game went on for about on four once. hours. <laughs> you come on once and yeah. took part just in one. And yeah, it, went on for it. Yeah. it was still going. <laughs> still I think we're still now. playing it now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right on that note uh, we'll take a break to recover from the fits of laughter that we've just had over Peterborough United failing <laughs> to achieve <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, enjoy these adverts when we come back we'll probably still be laughing but hey ho <laughs> for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to It's Uncompleted to Me. It is the Bayos. <laughs> We are still giggling away at uh, the previous award winners. Uh, fabulous. But we move on. We've got a new uh, award to give out. Uh, I say new. It's not new. But it is for somebody that was new to the squad <laughs> this season. Smooth. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is time to hand out the signing of the season award. Now, this award goes to a player who has been signed in the previous 12 months. It's pretty self-explanatory. Don't know why I needed to explain it. <laughs> um, Thank you, Perd Hapley, for that You're very welcome. Uh, Danny Seegers, uh, you've decided to chirp in. You can tell us who the nominees are. The nominees are Harvey Lintotti, Benjamin Fox, Samuel Shering. William Hondemark, Mark Leonard, Lee Burge, and Kieran Bowie. Lovely stuff, lovely stuff. All of them. Could have gone to any of them. Yeah. yeah. Let's face yeah. it. 
Well, I thought I, you I was... were going to just list all of our signings. <laughs> to be fair. Yeah. Teddy! Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> sit down, sit down, Teddy. Not today. We do need Not a new today. corner flag, though. So. Oh, <laughs> oh Teddy! Oh dear! Bless Good him! Meal. Bless him! Um, I, I, I will. I, I mean, look. I think all of those mentioned have had a, a terrific season, or at least part of a season, um, for most of them. Um, injuries, you know getting in the way of little bits here and there but I, mm. I, I think they've obviously it's been a, a great season hasn't it for the cobblers Neil so therefore you kind of expect this to be a difficult one to to give out just based on the fact that everybody has played their part this year I think yes when we, every, um, everybody um, um when we were yeah. discussing it right we had a few mm. difference of opinions yeah I think so I mean I think you look at this list of players, and and you can probably pick out moments that each of them have had positively over the course of this season, right? Um, I mean, if we if we just start from the top of the list with Harvey Lintot, I mean, here's a lad that came in having been released by Gillingham, a young lad. It's his second club coming here, and let's be honest, and I'm sure he probably thought this as well at the time he was coming in as a backup and to learn a bit from Aaron McGowan and try and see whether he can play a handful of games yet that lad has had a storming season deputizing for McGowan when he's been out injured and for me one of his best games came away at crew I thought he was fantastic that day and I think maybe the fact that you're so close to the pitch at crew, aren't you? If you sat down the front, especially, he was literally right in front of me. In I can't remember what it was the first or the second half, but to see him up close, how quick he was to take on the defenders and to constantly keep the ball and do very well with it as well. Um, and he just grew in, didn't he, to the season as well? He get, kept getting better and better and better. Came and I alive every time, the end, didn't he? Yeah, every time that we've ever spoken to a, a Gillingham fan, that's the one thing that they always say is that a big mistake letting him go based on... Feels like you're in love, Charles. I don't want to be honest with you, Neil. <laughs> I think you might be. After you left, I had nobody else. You turned to Harvey Lintop. <laughs> I turned to Harvey, <laughs> turned to Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> He's been great. I think he's been the surprise, in, the, the yeah. surprise of the season or find of the season or whatever you want to define it. Yeah, yeah. Nobody expected it really, did they? But he's been excellent. No. Yeah. I don't think there's been a player for a long time who we've thought lower the, the expectations have been so much different to what we've actually got mm. in terms of, I was like, yeah, like you, Charles, the backup to McGowan. You might play a couple of games in the pizza cup and stuff, but he's been superb. And what a, what a, what a great player. What a great like attitude is had and how John Brady has been, been able to get into him and, get the most out of him is, is great. I, I don't understand why Gillingham would have let him go, but that's it. I think that kind of signing lets us know that the recruitment thing is working. Mm-hmm. doesn't work all the time, obviously, but for the majority, for all of these players, actually, you can tell the, the recruitment committee is, is working and it's good to see young players coming on that are just being given a chance and being given a shot at it. And he's just taken it with both of those hands, mm. Charles. I think, I think the... Um the experience that Brady has at youth level really comes into mm-hmm. play with players like Harvey. Because what is he, 19, 20? Mm-hmm. And, you know, 
that's 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 a kid. That's a yeah. you know, and he's got yeah. a lot to learn. And so imagine what he's gonna be like at like twenty six. At the uh, you know, twenty twenty three, twenty four, twenty five, twenty six ish. Like that's your your peak age. He's yeah. just gonna be flying. And actually I think Aaron McGowan as well, y- you've got a real professional there to learn from, which is which is good. So I think he, I think there's so much to come for him as a player, regardless of where he ends up in mm. the future as such. He's I think he's got a good career ahead of him. Absolutely. Um, Neil, Ben Ben Fox, I'm, I'm coming to you because I don't know if you remember, but a year ago, the National League playoff final, uh, Grimsby won that day. And um, I believe there was a rumour that, that was going around at the time that we were looking at John McAtee, um, who obviously then subsequently signed for Luton before getting sent back on loan to Grimsby. You were quite a fan of McAtee, so I wanted to ask you about Ben Fox. That's my very tedious link to get you to talk about Ben Fox, Neil. That's a link. He's got great hair. Yes. Oh. I think, look, his season was curtailed by injury, wasn't it? Unfortunately. When I think he was just coming into his own as well, actually. I do think it took him a little while to get going. But I think he'll shine in, in League One. He's played in League One before, right? For Burton. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Have I made that up? Well, he definitely played for Burton, didn't he? Oh, we'll Sorry. say he played in League One for them and excelled and was brilliant for them. There you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like him. I think he's... I'd class him as the... I don't think we have another midfielder really like him. Mm. He can do a bit of it all, right? He can get stuck in. He can pass it. He comes up with the odd goal and stuff. He's got fantastic hair. We haven't got that. So I think... He scored against Orient. Yep. I think Watched yeah. as well, got the equaliser there. It's yeah. difficult. What was his injury? S- uh, Swindon? Was it Swindon? Was it ankle? Well? I think. Was it ankle? Wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, think so. ACL or anything like that. No, no, no. no. Ankle, it wasn't Achilles. that serious. I don't think. Should thankfully. be okay then, right? So yeah, yeah. I think he'll be important next season. I think I, I like him. He's one of my favourite players actually. Sam Sharing, Jeffy. Yeah, really good that... season. Probably quite difficult coming in, you know, to fill Fraser Horsfall's boots, but did really well. I think so. I think the biggest compliment you could give him is that I didn't really see a difference in that back line. Um, and even Sean is is probably the most critical person when you look at a squad. And and he he said from last year, you know, defence is strong. And he said again this year, defence is strong. They can deal with it. And I think that's that's quite pivotal. I think if you've got a back line that you completely trust, not only that as well, they've got a class keeper as well. And I think that actually probably helps someone like Sam Sherring because he's come in, he's got massive shoes to fill and you've got an absolutely outstanding keeper behind you. So that's going to fill in with huge amounts of confidence, which it did. And I, I think that was a real advantage for him because I mean, stepping up the way he did and, and we've heard now in hindsight playing through a lot, so much injury you know, and, and and just shows the kind of class in terms of attitude that that this player has got. And that, I think, is crucial. Yeah. Um, Jeffy mentioned him already there, Danny, but Lee Burge, again, another oh, player that just... came in with massive shoes to fill. And he's, he's done it, literally, straight away. Mm. It's, it's almost Liam Roberts who, seamless. isn't it? Yeah, it's seamless. Uh, we want to... We've been on a run of there was a there was a slight blip in goalkeepers obviously in one <laughs> particular that? season. Funny that. <laughs> Won't mention names, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, 
Johnny. Um, <laughs> but no, he, he's been brilliant. He's got a great character about him as well, hasn't he? He's, he's been coerced into doing the fist pump at the end of the game. He's taken over the mantle of that finally. Um, but yeah, he's, he just he just looks a really good good um, good character around the place, and yeah, he it feels comfortable. It doesn't feel like we're we're going to have a shot that's going to go in from distance and fumble through his hands and drop it and throw it into his own net and do a roly-poly and drop it, does it? Um, Or simply just not actually um, move. (laughs) Yeah, and at at the same time, you think think with some keepers, when we go up, are they going to get a little bit found out in League One? I've got absolutely no worries about Lee Burge in League One at all. And um, hopefully I've got to mention Tom King as well when we're talking about signings. He did a short amount of time, but... I really hope he signs on because that'll be two quality keepers in. Again, seems like he's really embraced the club as well in his yeah. short time and yeah, did so well when Burge was out. It was it was again seamless. So yeah, both of them deserve a deserve a mention, but Lee, definitely. Definitely. Um Mark Thanks, Leonard sir. and Will Hondemark both nominated as well for this. I mean, when Mark Leonard came in and we started seeing what he was all about, it was a bit like, oh, hang on a minute. Here's a player. <laughs> literally just wanted to control, put his foot on the ball and, and dictate the game, really. And it was quite clear, I thought, that he was better than than League Two level. Oh, definitely. Um, Class above, right? Right from the word go. And then Will Hondemark comes in, was it January time? He was one of our January signings. And I, and I know at the time, and I think this is, again, it's another big tick, isn't it, in the character box, if you like, for the players that we've been going and bringing into the club. He came to the club in January and uh, a lot was said about how he was one for the future for us as opposed to being right right now. And yet, because of all the injuries and everything, he he had to play. And I think you could probably tell at times that he wasn't up to speed, wasn't completely match fit, wasn't what you'd needed necessarily from him. But he he did he did an incredible job. There were a couple of times where, you know, he'd just pick the ball up in sort of our, you know, third, if you like, and then he'd carry it all the way through to the, you know, the opposition box with ease at times. And you you think to yourself, well, once he's match fit, he's gonna be incredible as well. So absolutely brilliant. Um but Danny, who who's our winner? The winner is the one we haven't mentioned yet, Kieran Bowie. Bowie. Uh, On the proviso that he comes back again. (laughs) If he doesn't come back, we have to take that away. Take the award away. Yeah, (laughs) we're coming coming to get it. I don't don't think he, he knows about that, or at least he didn't know about it when he recorded this for us. Hi guys, Kieran Bowie here. Just want to say thank you for voting me signing of the season. Oh, you're very welcome, Kieran. Short and sweet, acceptance speech, acceptance speech there, but you know. That's what we need to move stuff. things along though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. A show like this. Absolutely. Yeah, Thank definitely. You, Thank you, Kieran. Get him in. Well done. Charles. Um, taking back next season, guys. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Just Pretty. to wind up fans, if I'm honest. Uh, yeah, there is that. Absolutely. Yeah, that is fun. It's fun to watch. Brilliant. Let's move on to our next award then. It's the time for... Uh, one of my favourites, normally because it's one that I'm guaranteed to win. Uh, will that be the case this year, though? Uh, it's time for the podcast Gaff of the Year. <laughs> yes, it's an award that we love dearly. Um, the nominees this year are, um, for me, 
for still thinking that Keith Curl manages Oldham back in September. Uh, he did not. Uh, he also, didn't. Jeffy. Jeffy, you've got a nominee this year. I think this might be the first time you've been nominated. No, I think this might be the first time. I think I've had one every year since we started doing this. Bless you for (laughs) creating us content. Uh, Jeffy, you predicted that Gillingham will make the playoffs despite being in the bottom two in February. I didn't specify which year. She was still predicting (laughs) to make the playoffs last week. (laughs) <laughs> she was. There's still a chance. Still a chance. Uh, it was the seriousness that was it the was. thing, wasn't it? Was like, <laughs> I was actual, obviously joking, yeah. but it didn't come across evidently. <laughs> no, yeah, there was no <laughs> joke so. there. No, there wasn't. Uh, anyway, you've been beaten, I'm afraid. Oh, that's quite upsetting, really, because I quite like oh. my Gillingham playoff gap. Well, uh, I mean, Neil, I think I think you're the perfect person to give this award out, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Would you like to reveal our winner? The winner podcast gaff of the season of the year goes to Danny's end of the pod games. <laughs> oh, what? Well done, Danny. Daddy. Well done, Danny. Your games this What's year, uh, well, these last few weeks. <laughs> Charles is, he's, take it, Charles. Go on, hammer him. Go into <laughs> it. They've been what, with the award. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go to collect the award. Charles is a smack me over <laughs> They've been, I mean, look, you know. We, we we did them for a bit of fun. You know, when we started the podcast, we had a game at the end of the pod. We had Name That Bench, of course, um, which, you know, just just slowly and quietly faded away into the background and we just That's didn't do it didn't anymore. you didn't want to play it, Charles. Yeah, it's true. It just Charles faded into losing. the distance. He was fuming. <laughs> it's very difficult to win when you're playing a cheat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like who wants to be a millionaire. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, to bring these games back, Danny, was a stroke of genius yeah. that only yeah. you could have provided. Exactly. You gave me the torch yeah. and I ran with it and done something else with it. Burned the place down with the torch. Burned the place down with the torch. Oh, dear. Uh, Whether they will continue. Oh. <laughs> well... <laughs> You'll have to join us next season to find out. Put it to a vote, Charles. By the way, Charles, before we move on, heads or tails? Tails. (laughs) It's heads, Charles. Crying out loud. Never, never get it. Can never get it. Can never get it. No. (laughs) Thank you for that award. I'd like to thank my feeble mind. (laughs) Feeble mind. (laughs) Too much raving, mate. That's what it is, Danny. Too much raving. Too much raving. Um, Old Ebenezer. Right. Goal of the season time. Shoot! Yes, there's been some crackers this year, haven't there, guys? Um, We've got four that we narrowed it down to in the end. Um, Very, very difficult to to pick out a winner here. Um, But we've done so. So the nominees, Jeffy. Yes, do you want me to read them? Go for it. So we got uh, Sam Hoskins versus Tradmere. I don't think we need to explain why that's been nominated, really, let's be honest. Um, Will Hondemark versus Gilliam. Again, don't really think we need to explain why. Ben Fox versus Rochdale. Oh. Very, very good. Underrated, I feel. Um, and Sowers versus Crawley, which we definitely do not need to explain why. No. So, yeah, there's your there's your nominees. Oh, lovely. And the winner? Mm. I mean, drumroll please. Jack Sowerby versus Crawley. Oh, oh. well done, Jack. Well done, Jack. Well done, Jackie. 
Well done, Jack. I mean, I, I know that everybody listening Full gone conclusion. Going, yeah, exactly. We all knew it was going to be happen, uh, going to happen and going to go to Jack. Here's what Jack said when we presented him with his award. With his award. Hi, it's Jack Sarver here. Thank you for voting me for Gold of the Season. Short and sweet again. Short Thanks sweet. very much. Cheers, Jack. Hi. Go on, Jack. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, and while we Charles, recover, did you, go Charles, on. did you pass that sideways to him? What he doesn't, what Charles hasn't told you is actually a crab he's given him. <laughs> <laughs> go on, Jack. Brilliant. That was a oh, what a moment. What a moment. Brilliant. Ben goal. Fox gets Rochdale, by the way. Was that the one where everyone thought hadn't hit the side netting yeah, and yeah. didn't? Yeah, hadn't mm-hmm. it, yeah. To be fair, I was thinking when we it, like though it, just those few goals. We've had a lot of good goals this season. It's quite rare, isn't it? You have some seasons where it's like, oh, yeah. you might have to give it to a penalty that hit the bar and went in or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the last time we really won. Is that what you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really wanted to put Mitch Pinnock's goal against Doncaster in there just as well. Yeah, that yeah. was the old, good. Uh, old Johnny's fumbled. I th- the thing oh. is, you are right. There have been lots of really good goals, which is unusual. But I think it it's almost testament to how resilient the team has been, that we've found goals a lot of different ways. And then we've got players with the technical ability, isn't it, to go and, you know, smash one in from 25 yards or to just hit them first time. And then, of course, you know, it really helps when you've got a 22-goal-a-season striker just sat there, well, right wing back, I should say, just sat there <laughs> on the pitch, ready at any moment to uh, to pop up and pounce for uh, a goal that would see you promoted, for example. I think um, that one's a little bit, um, not lost, if that makes sense, but it w- because so much happened on that day, that's, mm. although he scored and it's amazing and it's the winning goal, there's so much more to that day that that gets lost in the day a little bit, if that makes sense. To me, yeah. anyway, uh, you know, having lived and breathed every minute of that game, I... Yeah, there it was a stressful experience so i, I think, think you, a lot it, comes down back, to yeah i think a lot comes down to the context of it like the context of jack sowerby's goal mm. where yeah. you know th- there was adversity there whereas whereas hosks was in the first five minutes of that game yeah and it, it kind of set us on our way and yes it was a terrific strike no doubt about yeah. it um but if he'd have done that in the 94th minute to win the game one nil I think it would have been, you know, it could have been exactly the same goal, scored in exactly the same way, but just at a different period of the, of the match. And I think it then... His technique was superb. About more. Oh, God, oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely brilliant. And actually, um, as well, I think the fact that he... There was so much time and space, actually. He could have brought that down and done more with it. But the fact that he just thought, right, I'm just going to hit this. You wanted him to do more with it. No, Oliver Twist. In terms of technique, like he could have brought it down quite easily. But the fact that he just decided to absolutely smash it is is testament to first the confidence and second the ability. Yeah, definitely. Right, let's take our second break of the evening. Uh, We'll be back with more awards after these messages. Yes, welcome back to the Bayos. It's our yearly, you know, summing up of the year with some awards thrown in for good measure. And boy, are we having a thoroughly good time. Neil's back for a start. That's amazing. Never thought that was going to happen. The day that he came to me crying 
very tearful, uh, a bit like a sad, lost little puppy. Uh, but he's back. And he feels much better for it now. And so do we. Uh, up next is uh, one of my favourite awards that I, I'd like to give out. It's for Opposition Fan of the Year. Now, all year, we do the preview show. Comes out on a Thursday or a Friday. Previewing the Saturday game in League 2 or what it, whichever cup competition we might be playing in that weekend and we try as best as we can to find the loveliest and brightest members of the football community that support the other teams that the cobblers are facing we've had some wonderful wonderful friends i would like to call them uh, reappear on the podcast this year um people for example um, who am I thinking of here? Who can I think of? We, we've berated them. Tim for Penfold. A while. Tim Penfold, Bradford City. Cheer yes. up, Tim. And uh, Mansfield Matters, the team from Mansfield Matters, yeah, of Craig course. Was back. Craig was back. That was always always fun having those people on the pod. Um, we've met some new friends too this year, which has been nice. And we'll continue to do so next year in League One, which will be lovely. Uh, but this is, as you, as always, we get our lovely listeners, you guys, to vote and decide on who wins this award. Uh, this year, we asked our lovely patrons in our Slack channel community to vote for their favourite. Patreon.com forward slash couples to me. Thank you very much, Danny. Well done. Uh, and this year, they gave it, well, let's be honest... There was probably only going to be one winner, wasn't there? You're only allowed one first name to win this award. So. Exactly. Um, here is Matt. No, stop it! Oh, not me! Oh, stop it! For God's sake! Honestly. Thank you so much. Again, the most positive person in the world. I, I, I actually apologise for everyone because... I'm just, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? But no, look, thank you so much. Um, do you know what? A massive thanks to... Um, the, the chaps that help me with the podcast actually because obviously the content that, that we do on there and comes across as a fan there's a couple of us that do it so Reese who um co-hosts it with me yeah massive thanks to Reese and all that Reese is a massive help with that especially on the technology side of things because I'm useless but no look thank you to everyone that that shows me I try to give the support the best I can for Steve and his football club so it's nice that it's uh it's come across in a positive way. Well, it couldn't come across in a negative way, could it? So, no, look, thank you to everyone. Uh, I love you all. Yes. He deserved it for that speech alone, if I'm honest. Yeah. Steve, yeah, he went on, did he? Harley. <laughs> oh, we're getting both extremes tonight with our speeches. We are, aren't we? But yeah, that was Steve's um, fan. That was Matt lovely. Harley, of course. Lovely. Awesome. Harley, well done. Um, can I shout out Charlotte as well, who came second? Um, our poor old Rochdale. Um, be sad to miss Charlotte for next season. Yes. Well, yeah. but, um, I mean, to be fair, we're losing, we're losing like... I think Tim... A lot of teams, because obviously we're going up, yeah. so we're going to meet new humans. Oh, it's true. We are going up. Yes. Yeah, Tim, I think Tim Penfold came third, ah. the Bradford fan. We go. definitely won't be hearing from him next oh, season. Oh, what a shame. I wonder oh, why but, that um, is. Neil, we want you to do the preview show with the two Peterborough fans we had on last time. Absolutely. Happy to. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Good. good. You're doing that on your own, by the way. Because we are. I will definitely be drunk. <laughs> We're getting better results and because it it's just be half an daytime. hour of me laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, lovely stuff. Uh, okay, well done, Matt. Well done, Matt. 
Thank you very much for coming on. And thank you to all of our opposition fans who appeared on the preview show this season. Uh, Without those guys and girls, um, that show would not be uh, as good as it is. So thank you very much. Okay. Our penultimate award of the show now. Um, Obviously, we all know here on the podcast, we are massive champions of NTFC women. And it would not be right if we didn't recognise the tremendous season that they have had in the FA Women's National League um, Midlands Division 1 this season. Um, they finished fifth in the end, which I, th- I think having you know the start that they had is a tremendous achievement. Imagine if they'd started um, better then they could have been up fighting for first or second spot with Stourbridge and Doncaster Rovers Bells. Um, But look, it just shows that next season it could be on. It's going to be tough, but it could be on. Anyway, it's been a brilliant pleasure, as always, to have um, some of the players come on the pods and, and also, of course, both managers, Josh and Liam, coming on and having a chat. I hope you enjoyed the Team Talk episode that came out on Friday. If you've not listened to that, it's a review that me and Danny did with the guys uh, from NTFC Women's Management Team um, of their season. Go and give it a listen. It was really, really good. Um, and um, we're now going to find out who it is the It's All Coppers to Me NTFC Women's Player of the year. And the nominees were Faye Noble, Alex Dix, and Jade Bell. And the winner of the It's All Colors to Me Women's Player of the Year Award is Faye Noble. Go on. Go on, Faye. Noble winner. Hi, It's All Colors to Me. I'm very grateful to win the Women's Player of the Year Award. And thank you so much for everything you do for the women's game. Thank you very oh, much, Faye. Faye Noble, and congratulations. Very worthy winner. Um, I also want to say a, a huge thank you and a huge well done as well um, to our friend James Wiles, who is yes. so good for well to us, I should say, but also in everything that he does for NTFC women. Um, at the National League Awards that were held um a couple of days ago now as we're recording um james picked up the award for best tier four program for ntfc women so that's the actual program that he puts online every single week for each game um yes the best program in the fourth tier now that's across all of the regional divisions at our level which is absolutely fantastic so so well done and a thank you james because you won't know this, but literally every single time that NTFC women play a game, James sends me and Danny a WhatsApp message just to tell us what happened in the game, how it went. Um, he he will do a little report for us uh, and he'll always be on hand to answer any questions that we ever have. So thank you very much, James, for your contribution to the pod um, this year. And uh, we hope to have more happening for NTFC Women and the pod next year. Um, Danny is already setting himself up for a season ticket at NTFC Women, wherever that may be. Um, And uh, yeah, looking forward to it, aren't you, Danny, to go and see the women play a little bit more often? Yes, it'd be good. I like the old Sunday afternoon slot. It's um, 
Yeah, I think it's going to be a new venue for home games. I think they're debating whether to put some more on at Sixfields again. It should be, yeah, really exciting season again next season. So we're really looking forward to it. Shout out to Alex and Jade as well for all their goals and their the uh, fellow nominees there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting. Hopefully they can kick on and, and start well, start as they finished. And yeah, see how far we can get up and get above that blue lot as well. Yes, get up get there. Get above them. Get above them. But what, yeah, what a season for first season at that level to finish fifth is outstanding so well done all of them yes and to Liam and Josh as well very impressive okay are we ready for our final award of the show everybody final award you've got there of course soap of the year (laughs) Uh, of course Um, it is the men's player of the year award (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah really it's the Men's Player of the Year Award time. Uh, this is the big one, everybody. The one that all the players want to win. As soon as they sign on the dotted line in a tiny little covered office at Sixfields, this is what they're told to dream about and to go out onto the pitch and do it for. Yes, the Itzel Cobblestone Men's Player of the Year Award is what they all want to win. But there can only be one winner, of course. Now... We've got some nominees, and I'll be honest with you, it was quite difficult, I thought, to narrow it down to just the four. Um, There have been lots of outstanding performances this season, uh, and not just necessarily in terms of technical ability either, but also by playing through the pain barrier and really giving it all for the club that we all dearly love. Um, So, the nominees are Sam Hoskins, Jack Sowerby, Louis Appere and John Guthrie. All of which, I'm sure, guys, you'll agree, had fantastic seasons. Agreed. I could have put all the whole whole team on there, to be honest. Yeah, you? you could put every single person in the squad in there, couldn't you? <laughs> well, and, well, yeah, okay. Anyone I take your point no, there, Neil. Do that. Yeah, <laughs> we won't name him. No, name it. But no, it's, it's been one of them seasons. It's such a pleasure this season that we're going to put, put on a, a four that the last couple of seasons we might not the last season but the one before that especially it would have been difficult to put anyone on it so yeah it's just I, superb from the whole squad we got a shout out as well the fact that Louis Apore has, has become a completely different player to the player he was even six months ago let alone a season ago like he is a completely different kettle of fish now isn't he he's, he's, he's a lovely boy he's a lovely He's a, good, he's a boy. good boy. He's a good boy, isn't he? He's a good boy. Love it. Love it. Uh, Shall we reveal our winner then? Hi. <laughs> Neil, would you like to do the honours? I think you should do the honours this year. You're back. You're here. Please hand out the oh. Men's Player of the Year award. Full name as well. Full the name. The It's All Cobblers to Me Men's Player of the Year goes to Samuel Tobias Hoskins. Yes! Get him in. Go on, Sammy boy. Hi, Sam Hoskins here. Thank you very much for voting me player of the season. He recorded that (laughs) and sent it to us just as he was walking out the door. It was lovely. He was off on his holidays. He closed that door before he was even halfway through his acceptance (laughs) speech. Thank you so much, Sam. (laughs) To be honest with you, he was just, he, he was a bit fed up of you know, giving acceptance speeches for awards, awards this year, I think. I mean, he's basically cleared the decks, hasn't he? Every single one that has been yeah, available to sweep. him has been swept fully up. 
into his oh. enormous hands. <laughs> Any comment from Andy Cook on this one? Oh, no, unfortunately, he wasn't available. He was too right busy there, crying in uh, Cumbria. <laughs> oh. oh, dear. It could only be one man, really, couldn't it, Jeffrey? Let's be honest. The season that Sam Hoskins Aye. has had. Yeah, what a legend. Absolute legend. Build the statue. I love him. Uh, it would need a statue, a testimonial, and, you know, maybe a clapper. If, if, if there is a statue, <laughs> we're going to miss a trick here now, Northampton Town. Right, so if we do eventually build a statue of Sam Tobias Hoskins, we need a clapper in within the statue somewhere because it will be forever etched then. Amazing. If we have if we have a end up playing Bradford again, we need to if we for the away game we need to take flags and, and clappers, clappers oh, yeah. to rally yeah. parades, yeah. Yeah. Flag and clapper flag and clapper day, yeah. Please, let's just do it. Every time we play Brad from from now on, the football club should just put clappers out. Yeah. Should just happen as a general. This should rule. be a thing. No, it? no, no. Actually, yeah. do you know yeah. what we should do? Yeah. Which is even better. <laughs> Don't put clappers around ours. Just put the clappers in the away end. Give them to them. <laughs> <When> they are <arrive>. up. <laughs> there you go, boys. There you go. We, well, you know we love you. Love them. Have them on us. <laughs> we think we think you were missing these. We're in missing the something. Yeah. <laughs> this would have helped you. maybe it would have helped a little bit there you go oh no final clap oh, superb Sorry. superb no well done Sam um it well on Sam tremendous season and I let's be honest here the day that Sam Hoskins signed for this football club could any of you imagine him picking up the player of the year after scoring 22 league goals in Danny one did. season Danny, yes. Danny was Danny. I did. Danny was, was yeah. left, right, and centre, wasn't he? Early adopter. Yeah, it's like it's like the band who like oh, I've been there, heard their bootleg albums. <laughs> oh, now they're popular. Oh yeah, yeah, everyone's on board. Yeah. I've got his back catalogue. Furious in my basement. You've got <laughs> some Samuel <laughs> Tobias Hoskins in your basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, there. Oh, fabulous! Yeah. All his early stuff I've got there. Yeah. <laughs> Careful. Careful. Oh, dear. Brilliant. Well, look, that's it for this year's Bears. A huge well done to everyone who took home awards, and thanks to you for listening. Uh, Sam's taking his on holiday. Yeah, yeah, Sam's gone. (laughs) (laughs) We hope you've enjoyed the podcast this season. We've certainly enjoyed making it. It's delightful to have Neil back as well. I'll say that again. Thank you so much for coming back, Neil. Thanks for having me. We're back next Tuesday with a very special episode where we're joined by Mr. John Brady. It's definitely one you're going to want to hear. So until then, goodbye. Bye. You never know, Gillingham might get to the playoffs, lads. Definitely not. (laughs) Goodbye. There's the cup. There's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The Cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. Sports Social Podcast Network.